Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for Him to come for us to take us back to that place He's been preparing for His born-again disciples. In times like these is the title for this episode of Watch Therefore, because people are wondering, what should I do in times like these? You've come to the right place. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore and this episode so special in times like these. We're going to look at Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible. It's an alphabetic acrostic, meaning each eight verses begins with the next consecutive letter of the Hebrew alphabet or alphabet. We see in it a great emphasis on the Word of God, the Bible, and the ways of the Lord that we see in the Bible, and a genuine seeking after Yehovah, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit through and by His Word. It's not just about finding out about God in the Bible, but knowing Him and drawing close to Him through the Word of God, finding Him in the Bible and meeting with Him by His Holy Spirit as we abide in Messiah Jesus, seeking after Him, and that we want to know our Father in heaven, finding Him and His ways in His Word. First, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this special time and please bless tremendously each of our viewers today. We ask it, Father, in our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we're going to start off with the first um, eight verses of Kuf and the letter Kuf in the Hebrew alphabet. And that's Psalm 119, verses 145 and 146. That's where we begin. I cry out with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord. I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you. Save me, and I will keep your testimony. So the psalmist, he cries out to the Lord with his whole heart. In times like these, we should also cry out to the Lord with our whole heart. His statutes are his prescribed customs, his laws, decrees found in his holy word. His testimonies, also translated in other places as the word witness, speaks of the ways of the Lord found in his word. We can look at his testimonies and his laws and decrees and know, and know who God is and his ways versus my ways. His ways versus my way. My ways. Uh, verses 147 and 48. I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. First, 
in the night seeking the Lord. Then rising early, seeking him first. There's a Messianic leader friend of mine named Ron Aronson. And I'll never forget when he said this. He said, seek the Lord early or you'll be looking for him all day long. And how true that is. And personally, in times like these, I've been waking up in the night, in, in the bed, quoting the word of the Lord, seeking after the Lord, even praising the Lord, crying out to the Lord, and then going back to sleep. Yes, and then waking up in the morning and seeking him first in prayer, in Bible reading, and singing to the Lord in worship. Hallelujah. And so now we move to verse 149. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. O Lord, revive me according to your justice. And we see in this verse and the previous verse, this is our hope. Our hope is in the Lord and in his ways and in his word. And we see that we can hope in his loving kindness. The Hebrew word is chesed, his chesed, in his grace, his mercy, his kindness, his goodness, hallelujah, his favor as we cry out for revival, revival. Revive here, especially in the context of one who's born again in Messiah Jesus in this new covenant, is to restore to life and health that which is dead or dying. Yes, and it's according to his justice because the justice for our sins was poured out on our Father's only begotten Son, our risen Lord Jesus. And because the justice for our sins has been poured out on Him, we have the right to cry out to the Lord all these things, including crying out for personal and churchwide and even revival in our region or nation where we live. Do you cry out to the Lord for revival? because that's what we need, folks. And I'm going to talk more about it later as the psalmist speaks four times of revival or mentions revive, that word, four times in these short number of passages we're going to look at today. Let's continue verses 150 through 152. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They're far from your law. You are near, O Lord. And all your commandments are truth. Concerning your testimonies, I've known of old that you have founded them forever. Today, more than ever, this evil world under the sway of the wicked one and our flesh also, that carnal nature that we're born with. That's why we need glorified bodies in the next life. In, in eternal life, we'll have eternal bodies with no sin. Why? This evil world system and even our carnal nature is energized by the devil. Yet we who are born again in Messiah Jesus can choose, hallelujah, to walk by the Holy Spirit. Amen. He said they're far from his law, far from his law. So let me tell you the word law there is the Hebrew word Torah has three primary expressions. One, the first five books of Moses are called the Torah. Two, the Levitical statute, statutes found from the Moses covenant speaks of the Torah. And also three, the instructions of the Lord. The instructions of the Lord are part of the Torah in the, found in the first five books of Moses. And we look at everything as born again disciples of Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, through the lenses from Genesis to Revelation. We look through the lenses of the new covenant, the law of the spirit, the law of liberty, the law of Christ. Hallelujah. So evil and wickedness 
is coming for us like never before. Have you noticed that? Have you not noticed that? Yet we can walk in His truth. Hallelujah. And, and that's why I love this psalm. You ready? Psalm chapter 3. Lord, how they've increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who save me. There's no help for him in God. Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory in the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Selah. We, we pause and we wrap our minds around these things. Now, go back to Psalm 119, the verses we were looking at. They draw near who follow after wickedness. They're far from your law. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. Our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, He's so close to us that He's in us. We are in Christ and He is in us. He's near and all His commands are truth. He's the Lord, and He changes not. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His word endures forever. You can stand in Messiah Jesus. You can stand in Christ and His word. Isn't that good news? Isn't that good news? In times like these, where things are apparently crumbling all around us. And guess what, folks? According to the prophetic word of God, conditions are going to worsen. You know, I said that four years ago or five years ago when I started this, tele this television program. And isn't that, that exactly what we're seeing? Yet we're growing in grace. And with each day, we're nearer to that time where our Savior catches us up to that place He's been preparing for us. Come and go with me to my Father's house. And what should we do? Remember to watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministries we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter 
by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In an increasingly evil world that's shaking its fists in the face of the Lord and experiencing the curses and judgment for thinking and speaking and living in such a wicked way, we can still experience the blessings the Lord has for His people who faithfully walk out their identity as sons and daughters of our spiritual earthly father, Abraham. And that's why I wrote my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Never forget, the Lord cannot and will not curse what he's promised to bless. This is not a prosperity doctrine book, yet the Lord truly loves and wants to bless his people, and he can do so even in this dark environment. So I encourage everyone watching to get the book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. With a gift of any amount, you can get a copy of the book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Just remember, in the memo section or note section in your check or online giving, write ATB book. And remember to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of Watch Therefore in times like these. And we're in Psalm 119, this time under the category of the Hebrew letter Resh. And so consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me, revive me according to your word. And so uh, there are so many afflictions in this life, yet the afflictions of the righteous are distinct from those of the unrighteous. Psalm 34 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. So what must we do and what must we not do? Well, we should read, meditate, and walk out his holy word in faith and don't forget it. In that passage in 119 where it said, I do not forget your law, your Torah. In this context, it refers to all of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And now in Messiah Jesus, we look back to his finished work on the cross and know that we who are in Messiah Jesus, we have been redeemed. We are being redeemed. And hallelujah, at the rapture, we will fully be redeemed in our eternal bodies. Hallelujah, once again. And never forget, if our great advocate, Messiah Jesus, if he pleads your, if he pleads your cause to the Father, you have a winning case. Look at 1 John 2. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an 
advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Our Savior Jesus is perfectly qualified to intercede for us to our Holy Father in heaven. And remember, the Holy Spirit is also Jehovah, Jehovah the Father, Jehovah the Son, and Jehovah the Holy Spirit. And Romans 8 speaks of our great comforter and helper, Holy Spirit, interceding for us. So the Spirit of Christ and Messiah Jesus himself intercedes for us to our Heavenly Father. You're a winner in his courtroom if you have been saved by the blood of the Lamb. You're born again in Messiah Jesus. Now back to 119, Psalm 119, verses 153 154, consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Having said that, if you want personal revival, you will have it. You will have it. In Messiah Jesus, it is yours for the asking. And anyone who wants to join me today will do just that. We'll ask him to revive us just like the psalm says, just like the psalmist cries out. Verse 155, salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. The wicked are lawless and hate the commands and ways of the Lord. But look at what our Savior Jesus says about his disciples. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Don't forget that part, and manifest myself to him. So next, we're going to go into judgments and precepts. First, judgments. Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Many are my persecutors and my enemies, yet I do not turn from your testimonies. I see the treacherous and am disgusted because they do not keep your word. Judgments here is a legal term. The psalmist is pleading with the judge of the universe. He's pleading, I'm before you, pleading for mercy. I'm not like the wicked who reject your word and who reject your ways. I'm walking in your ways according to your word. Are you walking in his ways according to his word? And then he cries out, Please revive me. Bring to life that which is dying. Verses 159 and 60. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. And so in the same way, he, he says, he cries out, I love your precepts. And one definition of the Lord's precepts I heard many years ago that I embraced and has been such a blessing to me is this. You ready? The Lord's standard by which I am to live. The Lord's standard by which I am to live. You're not living substandard, are you? It's also synonymous, the word precept is also synonymous with commandments and statutes found in the word of Almighty God. Now, let's look at this again. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Again, 
he cries out for revival, knowing that only the river of grace and mercy of the Lord can keep us from wilting and dying in this wilderness, this desolation of a fallen world, especially this wilderness of this generation. And again, remember our Savior tells us that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will endure forever. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Folks, this is why Satan has fought and fights today so hard against us knowing the word of truth. Remember what he said to Eve? Has God really said with regard to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Remember what he said to Eve? He got her away from the word of the Lord and from the ways of the Lord. What about you? Will you cry out to the Lord today for revival according to his word, according to what you've seen in his word today? And, and I want to share some testimony with you regarding revival because there are so many who truly have been born again and of course others who profess to be born again who have never truly been saved that have never really experienced uh, the manifest presence of the Lord in a way that it revives them. Here's what I mean. In that passage in John we looked at, the Lord promises that he will manifest himself to his disciples who love him and keep his commands. And, and, and so I have been in churches for years and, and even Messianic congregations where the people have not individually or as a, and many, uh, many individually and as a, as a congregation experienced revival. What am I talking to you about? Well, in the 1970s, there was the Jesus movement. Now, I was just a kid then, right? But even I remember at 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, even maybe a little earlier than that, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, I remember these hippies who had gotten off of drugs. And my mother had, had gotten saved by that time. And, and I was around all these these people with long hair and round glasses and tie-dye shirts and saying, Jesus is far out, man, and stuff like that, right? But there were these people who could, you could see by the looks on their faces, the joy in their hearts and the way that they were living. Something had happened to them. Yes? And it's because there's this presence, this manifest presence of, a, of our creator who's pleased with them. And our Savior Jesus keeps his word. And he said, I'll manifest myself to those who keep my word. And later in my life, uh, I had walked away from the Lord terribly and had lived in great wickedness and sin for many years. And, and, and so in the mid-90s, as later I found out, there was like this, I'll call it a mini revival that swept across America because I came back to faith in Messiah Jesus at that time. And I was on fire for the Lord. He was, our God is a consuming fire. He was consuming me with himself. He was burning off those things that he hates that were so much a part of my identity for so many years. And he gave me a new identity in Messiah Jesus. And he, he kept me filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was around about a hundred other people in a congregation, in a church that had that same experience and, and, and were walking with the Lord and experiencing him regularly. And we would experience him together. What do I mean? Well, we had this kind of ragtag choir that wasn't made up of super skilled musicians, but we just love the Lord. 
and heaven would come down in that place. There was one time, or more than one time, where we were praising him, and his presence was so much that I thought I was going to get electrocuted. I thought it was going to, it felt like I wouldn't survive it. The presence of the Lord, but there was such joy, and I felt like, well, what a way to go. <laughs> you know, and we would look at each other just smiling and singing to the Lord, experiencing him. Yeah. And I want to tell you something that's hard to hear because I'm not here to make only friends. I'm here to make disciples of Messiah Jesus. I agree with a pastor who said something like this many years ago. I heard he said, how can how can the lost, how can people believe that Jesus, the Lord, is truly alive when they come into these Dead churches, they see his dead body every Sunday morning. Well, how can you say something like that? Well, it's true. It's true. The, the environment of faith in Messiah Jesus in so many congregations today is, is that it is acceptable to be dead. It's acceptable to be lukewarm. It's acceptable to have lost your first love. But it's not acceptable to the Lord. It's not. Read about the churches there in Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapters 2 and 3. And the Lord warns of these kinds of conditions in his body. And he says he'll deal with it. He won't tolerate it. Judgment starts first in the household of God. Why? Because it's, it's not of heaven. It's of hell for the people who profess the name of Messiah Jesus to walk in a dead, lukewarm condition. And he loves us too much to leave us there. Grace meets you where you are, but grace never leaves you there. Yes? So what should you do? I'll tell you what I do. I cry out for revival. I confess my sin to the Lord. I get on my face before God and say, don't let me go out. Like David Wilkerson said, oh Lord, don't let me go out like a dead stick. I don't want to go out this way. Cry out to the Lord for revival right where you are now. He'll meet you there. And here's a nice old kind of Jesus move at Calvary Chapel term. He'll freak you out. He'll freak you out, man. <laughs> right? Ask him to forgive you of your sin. And maybe you've never been saved. Maybe you, go to, go, you know church, you know religion, you know singing, you know choir, you know giving, you know carrying a Bible, but you've never met the Lord. You've never been born again. You've never been forgiven for your sins. You've never walked the way that we're hearing about and singing his word. You've sinned against God. We all have. You've broken his laws. We all have. He lived a sinless life and died on the cross to pay for our sins. Hallelujah. On the third day, he rose from the grave. Repent. Turn away from dead religion. Turn away from, from your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior. Cry out to him. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he'll forgive you and save you today. And listen, as we're about out of time on this program today, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We'll send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ if you're crying out to him to be saved that way. Now let me pray with and for you. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, oh, please use this holy time as an instrument of grace to bless many who are watching today. Save, heal, forgive, and raise up. And we ask it in Messiah Jesus' name, Father. Amen and amen. God bless you. The best thing to do right now is to remember to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus, he's coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V 
F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Be ready.